Welcome to the Dietitian Success Podcast. Here at Dietitian Success Center, we're all about making it easier for you to build your confidence and expertise. So whether you're a dietitian or a dietetic student, we've got something for you. I'm Krista, your host and the founder of DSC. Now, are you ready to ditch the imposter syndrome and join our incredible, vibrant community? If so, let's jump in. So today I am sitting down with Kara Kastorf, registered dietitian and co-owner of Blueprint Nutrition, a private practice that serves the needs of both pediatric and sports nutrition clients. And Kara's interest in sports nutrition started as a high school runner, and she has spent most of her career in primary care, working one-on-one with clients in family health teams with a variety of nutrition-related conditions, in addition to operating her private practice, specializing in sports sports and performance nutrition on the side. So Kara, thanks so much for being with us today. Uh, feel free to say hey to the audience and, yeah, and hi. Uh, give a little intro. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. And uh, I'm excited to talk about the topic for today. Um, but yeah, I've been in, in um, I've been doing outpatient counseling um, for most of my career and uh, have spent, um, you know, a lot of my career in primary care working at family health teams, but have always had a private practice as well. And um, in the last three or so years have expanded that to be kind of the primary you know, primary thing that I'm doing. And uh, it's been, yeah, it's been a great journey to kind of see, kind of reflecting back when, as I was preparing for our talk today, kind of looking at the evolution of (laughs) of my private practice. So I'm really excited to talk about that today. Cool. Awesome. Oh, we're going to learn so much from you. I know we are. Um, And so to preface this conversation, you know, I always like to ask the audience, you know, what are some of those topics that you're really interested in learning about? And one that keeps coming up because a lot of our, our listeners are either students or new dietitians, I would say within their first five to 10 years of practice is just, you know, what are some other ideas for how we can structure our one-on-one sessions with clients in order to ensure success? Um, and we actually had a really long discussion thread going on about this topic in, in one of our memberships um, where dietitians were kind of chiming in and, and talking about, you know, how they how they structure their, their sessions. So I wanted to bring this conversation to a larger audience. Um, and just explore some ideas from someone who's ber- worked in a few different settings, because I think in school we're taught one way, but there's, there's a lot of different methods and there's a lot of different ways. Um, so we're excited to learn from yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> so uh, tell us a little bit more about your private practice and, and the types of clients that you work with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I joined uh, Blueprint Nutrition, so I, I partnered with another dietitian, Roseanne, who started the company in 2016, um, and then I joined a, a couple of years later, um, and so uh, it, I mean, again, it has evolved since <laughs> since that point in, in 2018, um, where we saw kind of more of a, a bigger variety of different clients, um, but I've always had an interest in sport nutrition, um, and that has been my focus in my private practice since I graduated. So when I graduated and became a dietitian, one of my preceptors actually handed over her private practice to me, and it was in a, based in a sport medicine clinic, um, so seeing a lot of athletes, and that was really you know, where my interest was. So I was really excited to take on that opportunity. And then I just kind of kept going with that. Um, but I, I would always take on, um, 
you know, other, other clients as well. So it wasn't just sport nutrition. And so just in the last year or two, I've really just focused on working with athletes or, and that can, you know, that's a, a range of different people from recreational to more elite level. Um, but that's uh, kind of exclusively who I see now. Um, so it's been a really interesting shift to that. Um, but yeah, right now in my, in my practice, I, I work with athletes and, um, and most of them are in my, um, my, I call it my fast and fueled nutrition coaching program. So that's something that um, I've kind of, you know, I, I launched last year and now have been kind of refining that as I go along. So, yeah. And so then Roseanne awesome. is, is my business partner and she focuses more on pediatrics and family nutrition. So that's kind of her area of expertise. Um, so we've, it's been interesting because we have two separate areas of practice, but we kind of work together under one one business, which has been uh, great because it's so nice to have another dietitian to kind of go through yeah. uh, the journey with. And um, yeah, so it's been, it's been a really great experience that way. Oh, so cool. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. And I know, so you've worked with obviously clients in a one-on-one -on -one capacity for a really long time. And I think you know, we're starting to see more and more dietitians sort of feel that like one-on-one -on -one fatigue after a little yeah. while of like, you know, I've worked with clients one-on-one -on -one for a while and, and it's, it's, it's exhausting. And, and I just want to maybe do something different. So can you tell us about your experience working with one-on-one? -on -one? Like, is that something that you've felt or, or not so much? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, and, um, yeah, I mean, I, I've done outpatient counseling, one-on-one -on -one counseling, um, for the majority of my career as a dietitian for 15 years. So I can definitely understand that feeling of like kind of burnout and fatigue around doing kind of the one-on-one -on -one stuff. Um, and I think, and I know we'll get into this in more detail. I was, I was just saying to Roseanne too, I feel like moving from kind of the one-off session model to more of a program model has been really invigorating in terms of my work with clients because it's so my program is three months like full support I only take a small number of clients um, so that I can really give them my full support and energy and time um, and I have found that to be a really great shift for me because the one-on-one -on -one stuff was getting tiring because I wasn't I just felt like it wasn't a great way of helping people achieve their goals. Um, and so even though I'm still doing the one-on-one -on -one counseling and coaching, um, it's it's just kind of a different, a different approach to it, which has been really great. And we have also, like Roseanne has launched um, a group online program as well. And that's something that I've been looking into doing too. So I think um, eventually that's something that will come right now. I'm just a little... I'm, I'm kind of busy with, with my, my one-on-one -on -one program, but, um, but I think that's also a great way to, um, to just kind of break it up a little bit and, um, just, you know, change things up a little bit and have more variety in what you do. Yeah. And then I think too, like you really get a chance to, I, first of all, I couldn't agree more because I think when you operate on the one-off session model, you're always kind of like hustling to try and get new clients through the door. And you really don't have that opportunity to build a long-term yeah. relationship with people. Yeah. Um, and what sorts of goals can you achieve in one session? You really can't. Oh. Right. And yeah. I often say, it's like, it's like, if you were going to work with a personal trainer, you know, that working with a personal trainer, one, time is not going to do anything for exactly. you. Exactly. Right. 
right? Yeah. Like it's, it's a long-term thing and we need to think about nutrition in that way too, as practitioners. Cause I, I often see people that are hesitant to switch to the program model or the packages model. And it's yeah. like, no, but it makes yeah. so much more sense for both people, for both the practitioner and for the yeah. client. Yeah. Yeah. And when you think about it that way, um, like really the program model is going to get your clients better results, right? And yeah. they're going to see more success. And so when you think about it that way, it's not about, you know, making more money or anything like that, but it's more about like, like our own satisfaction in what we're doing and like actually mm-hmm. seeing our clients succeed and also the client's success, which is what we you know, why we're doing what we're doing. So um, yeah, I think that's so huge, but it does take a bit of a leap of faith because, you know, I mean, some of the thoughts I had were like, are people going to want to commit to this three month program? And, you know, are yeah, like, do people like, it's, you know, you're asking for more money up front and like all of that stuff, right, Mm -hmm. can sometimes be barriers to actually taking that leap and and going to more of a program or package model. So Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so it's interesting. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's awesome. No, thanks for sharing your experience with that. Um, and so there's a lot of, there's been a lot of chatter, I think in the dietetics community lately about the difference between coaching and counseling. So this is where I want to sort of get into the, the, the one-on-one detailed stuff. Um, so can you give us your perspective on coaching versus counseling? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, so it is interesting. And it's something that, you know, I've given a lot of thought to, especially as I, I've been developing my program and that sort of thing. Um, and I think, you know, the ca- like coaching to me anyway, this is just my own little definition, but um, encompasses so much more like it, it, like counseling is kind of within coaching, right? Like, so when I work with my clients, I do like medical nutrition therapy sometimes, and I'll do like, the counseling piece and the education piece and all of that. Um, But it also includes um, so much more than that when we're looking at habit-based change and behavior change and, um, you know, thoughts around food and food relationship and all of that kind of stuff. So it's more so um, about uh, helping them, coaching them along their journey um, versus just providing information or, um, you know, trying to just like that first session, get as much stuff (laughs) covered as possible so that they feel like they're like leaving with something to do or whatever it is. Right. Um, so I think there's, there's room for the counseling piece within coaching. Um, that's definitely a huge part of what it is, but it kind of encompasses much more than that. And I know there are so many coaches out there that have various, you know, backgrounds and education and things like that. So sometimes that term feels a little bit like, oh, our dietitians really coaches, right? Um, but I think that's where we can really thrive because we do have um, the background in the medical nutrition therapy that we can offer. We have the background in providing nutrition education. We have the background in behavior change and motivational interviewing and all of those are really great skills. And so when we put that all together, to me, that's what coaching is, right? And so I think it's not necessarily a difference, but it's more so that the coaching encompasses so much more than just counseling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I think the word coaching is one of those things that maybe makes us as practitioners like cringe a little bit because we know that there's sort of a, you know, a 
an odd world of coaching out there, but I think for people, it's actually a really attractive word because it's, 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 it it says something, right. It says that I'm going to coach you along this process. Um, I think it's a more powerful world, a word. I feel the same with, with the word coaching in reference to like business coaching. I'm like, ugh, it just sounds kind of, I don't know, flaky, I guess a little bit sometimes. Um, but in reality it is what we do. Like that is at the end of the day what we do. Um, and so where do you feel like you've been able to get some of your coach, more coaching skills? So not so much that medical nutrition therapy, but more of that coaching, you know, I think it's, I mean, it definitely comes with experience part of it. Right. But I've done a lot of, um, like a lot of courses in motivational interviewing and behavior change and, um, that sort of thing. And then, um, through experience, like I've just practiced it a lot. Right. And so I've been able to, like, I feel comfortable at this point, whereas as a new grad, I probably didn't feel, I know I didn't feel as comfortable, um, with, you know, not necessarily providing a lot of education in the session. Right. Like I was giving the example of, uh, one of my clients that I met with yesterday and, um, I kind of had a plan for what I thought we were going to talk about. And then she had come across some challenges. So we kind of just problem solved and talked through it. And, um, and I wouldn't have been as comfortable with that as a new grad, because I would have felt like I would, you know, I have to give her something, I have to provide her with a handout, I have to do, you know, and meanwhile, like what she really needed was just some coaching through her problem. And, and it was some mindset stuff. And it was it was some different stuff that we talked about that, you know, I think was really helpful for her and actually what she needed versus like, oh, got to stick to the plan. And here's your handout on carbohydrates or whatever it is, right? So, um, so I think that comes with experience to have that confidence to be able to um, kind of roll with what's going on and like just um, and, and also then have those skills and tools to know kind of how to address that. Um, so I think it's, you know, it's a combination of like learning the skills and like taking the, you know, courses or whatever, reading about it, um, but then also applying it and practicing it as much as possible, because that's where you're going to actually be feel more comfortable doing it. Yeah, totally. And and I was just thinking I, I can relate to this because I've had the same thoughts myself, even when it comes to working with dietitians is like, you know, it's helpful, I think, to go into any session with a plan and sort of a general structure so that you feel like you, you know, know what's going on in case that person mm-hmm. comes to the table and like, you know, they have nothing that they want to talk about, which happens. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, totally. Um, so it's helpful to go in with the structure, but I agree. It's about sort of listening as that person starts to tell you about how their last week was or their last month was or their last few yeah. weeks. And like, what's that one thing that they say that you're yes. like, oh, that's truly the issue that you've been struggling yes. with. It's actually not what, you know, I had planned for us to talk about. It's something yeah. different that's holding you back. And yes. I think it's just like listening very closely to that key insight. And sometimes it's completely yeah. different than what you thought you were going to cover. During yeah. Session, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Totally. And I think that listening piece is so key because like just thinking back as a new grad, I, you know, again, like sometimes you're, you're almost like thinking about what we're going to say next so much that you're not even listening. listening. (laughs) It's like, no, just like relax. And, and again, it comes with experience, but the more you can be aware of that, that you're doing that and like, just kind of start listening to, um, to what your clients are saying and, you know, reflecting back and kind of, you know, working with them on their, on their challenges, what's important to them, what's actually holding them back. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that's what's going to actually, you know, it'll help on so many fronts because it'll actually help them with their problem, but it'll also help with that client connection, right? Which mm-hmm. is so key because it is about relationship building. Mm-hmm. Um, and so oftentimes when you see a person one time, you're not developing, a like you're developing rapport and, and stuff, but no, you're not, you don't have that same relationship. Whereas when you're seeing them multiple times and connecting with them and listening to their problems and helping them problem solve, that's really where those relationships are built. Um, and so that also helps with things like retention, right? Because mm-hmm. then you have that relationship with a client. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I couldn't agree more. And so when we're thinking about just like one single session and what you generally cover in a session or how you generally structure your session, can you kind of break that down, um, both from when you initially meet a client, so the very first session, and then what follow-ups tend to look like for you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So with my program, I I do um, a session, an in-person or not in-person, but face-to-face virtual (laughs) session every two weeks. Um, but I really try to encourage them to reach out to me in between sessions because again, like, and a lot of athletes know what a coach is, right? Like they work with coaches. And so, so they kind of, that's when I say I'm a nutrition, their nutrition coach, that's kind of what their expectation is too, right? Like I can reach out to you. We're problem solving along the way We're you know, we're not waiting. Um, and that's what I found was kind of difficult with a one-off session model I'd see someone then I wouldn't see them again for a month maybe I wouldn't hear from them and then it's almost like you're starting over right and it's like and the thing is when someone leaves your office or leaves your session usually they feel pretty motivated they're like excited to make changes but then that can start to fizzle right and so it can be really helpful to have more touch points and kind of you know be in you know just kind of again provide that support for someone as they're making changes so, um, so, so I, I tell people, you know, the first session is going to be a lot of information gathering because um, like you'll walk away with a few key things, but like, that's where I'm going to like learn about not just your diet, your lifestyle, your preferences, your workouts, your, you know, everything that I need to know, your stress, your sleep, like we go through everything, your relationship with food. Um, so I always book the sessions for an hour and a half. Not that I always take all that time. Um, but I want to have enough time to like fully go through everything. And, um, and so I find once you start asking questions beyond just the like usual (laughs) assessment questions, um, then, you know, you start to pull things out and really get a sense of, of that person and who they are and what their struggles are. So I do have an assessment form that I go through, but I have lots of questions that I include that are like more like prompts. Like these are things that if appropriate, I'll ask may not be you know applicable to this person. So we may not talk about that. Um, but I mean, I cover everything from, you know, menstrual cycle to food relationship to stress management to sleep to all of those pieces so oftentimes the initial assessment does go longer than an hour um and it's just talking like oftentimes there's like no education like it's just we're just chatting and and I'm just getting a a sense of what they're what they're about and what they're they want to achieve in our work together um and then um I'll give them kind of some things to work on over the next week um that we go through and 
Um, and then usually um, within that first week, I'll, I'll tell them like, okay, once you've, you know, we, we set like, you know, some small goal or something that, you know, is a piece of homework that I want them to work on. And then I always tell them like, okay, send me a text or an email once you've completed this. Um, and then, uh, and then we can, because sometimes that barrier of like, reaching out in between sessions, like it can be a, it can be a bit of a barrier, right? So you kind of want to break that down. Um, and I've just started doing that. And that's been really helpful. Um, and then follow up sessions would be, um, I kind of have, you know, four main pillars of my program that I work through, through with them. Um, but it's very much individualized, right? So that example of the client I saw yesterday, you know, we had a plan of what we we're going to talk about. Um, and, we ended up spending half the session talking about something else, which was more important um, to address at that point. Um, so yeah, so follow-up sessions usually kind of go through the four pillars where we develop a plan for that person um, and then address any challenges they're having and, and uh, kind of work through that. So yeah, that's kind of the structure. Perfect. No, that's great. And I know that you mentioned before, and we've talked about this, is just that the program model really is helpful for helping people achieve their goals. Is there anything else that you do? And it sounds like, you know, email text between sessions is really helpful. Is there anything else you feel like you do that's really helpful in getting people to their goal, whatever that is? Yeah. I mean, I think um, just providing that ongoing support is like the key piece. I provide other things too. Like I'll, you know, I'll, I'll do a lot of like, you know, I don't like to call them meal plans, but <laughs> meal and meal and snack ideas, let's say. Um, but I try to, um, and, and, you know, we work through a lot of different things, but I think, um, I think that's that more intensive support is really the key the key piece for a lot of people. And I'm finding that, um, you know, they kind of want, they, they appreciate someone that can really walk them through the changes versus someone who is just going to, you know, be there for their once a month session. Um, and cause things come up. Right. And I, I love when someone, you know, emails or texts and says like, Oh, I'm really struggling with this, or I'm really like I just had a breakthrough and like this is what just happened and I was able to think about this in a different way or normally I wouldn't do this and I did it um, and celebrating those successes but then also being able to work through the challenges with them in between um, sessions and I think that's the key piece right because we can have fancy handouts and resources and all of that stuff but ultimately like they want to work with you right they want to they want someone to guide them through the process of making changes. And with athletes, like, yeah, we, we talk about macronutrients, micronutrients, pre-post fueling, all of that stuff, supplements, um, and go through all of that. But a lot of it is behavior change stuff, right? And food relationship stuff, and whether it's disordered eating or, you know, working through different things. So um, a lot of it is like mindset and, you know, thoughts around food and that sort of thing. And so that's something that, you know, the coaching model really lends itself well because you can kind of help them through that versus just like here's another handout on what to do when you know um so I think that support piece and like that very individualized attention is really a key piece of it yeah no I I totally agree um and I think I mean my last question was going to be around retention but I think we've you know we've covered that too it's like 
that this is why the program model can be so great is because it kind of solves that problem for you to right? it. It helps you build that longer term relationship. It helps you establish that connection and that so that people keep coming back and, and they, you know, they really are able to achieve their goals long term. Yeah, had the opportunity to work with completely, you. Yeah. completely. And I think um, that's the biggest thing is building those relationships. So you get to know someone really well. Um, and I mean, there's things that we do after the program ends as well. So, you know, I'll send an email and we have like, you know, newsletters and social media and all of that stuff where we can keep in touch with people. Um But yeah, I think it's the biggest thing is just if you make an impact on them and help them achieve their goals, like that's going to, you know, and then if they need to see you again, they're going to come back to see you because they had success seeing you before. Um, And with my, like my clientele, you know, oftentimes they will come back if they have a race coming up or something, you know, then we'll, we'll do some more follow-up after the program ends if needed. Um, But I think that's the key piece is that, you know, when you have that program model, it's not like, okay, I'm seeing this person for an initial assessment and I hope they come back for follow-up, right? Like what can I do in that initial assessment that they'll come back for follow-up? Well, if you spend an hour talking to them and not, not providing them with any recommendations or education, like that's going to feel weird. Like it will feel weird, right? Because then you don't know if you're going to see them again. So like, (laughs) whereas like in a program model, you know, I'm with this person for three months. And so we have lots of time to explore things and really get into stuff and dig deeper. And that's just a good feeling for the client and for the practitioner. So I think that really helps. Yeah. And I think too, from what we were talking about before with sort of that burnout piece, it allows you to do, it's almost like fewer bigger, better, right? It's like fewer clients. Um, it's, you know, a program's going to be at a higher price point, obviously than one-off sessions, but it allows you as the practitioner to be able to run a successful business while taking on fewer people. And so yeah. you, you don't feel that burnout as much, exactly. either, which is exactly. so great. Yeah. It is, it's completely different. Um, it's a, it's a game changer for sure. And when I think back to when I was doing the one-off sessions, um, it's, there's no comparison, right? Like, it's just like, wow. Yeah. Like, yeah, you will get burnt out doing that for sure. And you, you, you'll feel like, am I really, (laughs) am I really making a difference here? Right. Cause you'll, there's so many people that I saw for one or two sessions and then never saw again. Right. And who knows why, right. Was it me? Was it, was it them? Was it like, who knows? Um, whereas now, I make sure that the people that, that do my program are really good fit for like both ways, right? Like I really want to work with them. They really want to work with me. Mm -hmm. And like, I want people that are super excited to work with me and I'm super excited to work with them. And when you're working with people like that, you feel excited about work, right? You feel burnt out. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that that has been such a huge game changer. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for all of this information that you've shared today. It's been so awesome to chat with you. Um, So I'd love to know where can the audience find out more about you and the work that you do? Yeah. So um, our website is blueprintnutrition.ca. Um, and I am also on social media. So my Instagram handle is at blueprintnutritionsport. And then we're also on Facebook. Um, I have a Facebook group called uh, Blueprint Nutrition, Sport Nutrition for Endurance Athletes. Awesome. That's great. All right. Well, thank you so much. And everyone, if you're interested in learning more about some of these coaching skills, we do have a motivational interviewing uh, course for dietitians and dietetic students on the Dietitian Success Center. So make sure and check that out. And as always, if you have any questions, please feel free to slide into my DMs. And otherwise, we will see you next time.
Thursday.